0: From the pinnacle of the media landscape, this is Market Edge. Join your host, Larry Weber, as he discovers the answers from analysts,
1: entrepreneurs, and technologists who are preparing the blueprints for the future of marketing.
0: Hear from those who are taking us to a new age of social media, e-communities, and the blogosphere. Blogosphere. Now, please welcome your host of Market Edge, Larry
1: Weber. Hi, and welcome to Market Edge. I'm your host, Larry Weber, Chairman of W2 Group, a global marketing services ecosystem organized to help CMOs in their new role as builders of communities and content aggregators. Today, I'll be talking about the future of e commerce with Mukesh Chatter, President and CEO of NeoSage, a leading developer of online auction marketplaces. NeoSage is Mukesh's most recent endeavor in his long line of successful entrepreneurial accomplishments. Back in 1997, Mukesh invented a switching fabric technology and founded Nexibit Networks, which was acquired by Lucent Technology in 1999. He then became vice president and general manager of IP products at Lucent. In 2000, he founded Axiowave Networks and served as its president and CEO before becoming a general partner at investment firm Neonet, in 2005. Mukesh holds several patents in the design and development of networking equipment and supercomputers. Red Herring Magazine named him one of the top ten entrepreneurs and in 2001 he was named the Rensselaer Entrepreneur of the Year. Welcome to Market Edge, Mukesh.
0: Uh, Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Hey Mukesh, you know for years people have known you in the telecommunications space and one of its leading uh, you know entrepreneurs and innovators what was the attraction in moving from that space to e-commerce
0: um, you know it's about solving problems and uh, when we at telecom space there was a concern about the bandwidth and making and the onslaught of internet was on its way back in mid 90s um, we kind of looked at the next band around the uh, road and decided that there was the right thing to do to address that problem, and now the world has moved from infrastructure to applications, and uh, what we wanted to do was, uh, as you know, I ran into this problem, actually, I wasn't exactly seeking it out, um, and looked at the problem and basically said, "Is I couldn't be the only one facing it, but maybe I'm the only one, so did some validation and checking and uh, realized that this is an outstanding problem, which we'll talk about. Um, how to get something at a at a best price uh and uh decided to solve the problem so it's really the fundamental theme is about solving uh, solving a problem it's just a fun thing to do <laughs> uh
1: you know you, you've described e s h as an online marketplace for consumers where the sellers bid for the buyers it's sort of in at least in my my observation sort of a reverse of eBay and you you just launched, I understand, your first offering, an an online marketplace for banks. And I heard the concept for what's called Money Isle came to you when you were shopping for television uh, televisions. Can you share that story with us and and tell us a little bit more about uh, this idea of a reverse of eBay?
0: <laughs> uh, sure. Uh- So we had built a house, and we were looking to buy a few TVs, and we were looking at uh, specifically a 52-inch TV, which could a Panasonic. uh, So model was known. I looked at Circuit City, Best Buy, and also at comparison shopping sites. The total, the difference, what I found, to my surprise, having spent several hours on it. Was somewhere between twenty eight hundred dollars to forty eight hundred dollars, and that's a pretty decent size range. Something which is a commodity. We are talking about uh, a product which is probably sold by thousands of places around the country. Why should there be nearly eighty to ninety percent differential in prices? What What surprised me. Um, in all candidness, I'm not a big shopper, uh, so that was uh, there was an interesting experience and. Uh, as I looked at, as there got to be a better way, having spent so many hours on it, it became more of a passion to find out what the best rates were. And no matter where I looked, uh, the variant was the variation was quite high. So I uh, that that's where I said this this problem got to be solved. There got to be a way where we can bring all these sellers under one roof and have them compete for my business. Why is it that it's my burden as a buyer? to go around and find rates everywhere, then compare, do, as they say, my homework, and then come up with the best price, only to realize that there are several others which I missed out. or There are many, many more which I missed out, and I may have lost the deal. And uh, that's really where it's the buyer's burden, which we have been bearing probably for hundreds of years, or thousands of years, and I just didn't like this. So that's where the concept evolved, that let's shift this buyer's burden to sellers' responsibility, and let them compete for my business instead of me doing all the homework and spending hours and hours.
1: So, if I'm before I go into your, you know, your first foray uh, money aisle, uh, just picking up on your example, just for the sake of our listeners, if I were one of the manufacturers of one of the television sets, how could I use this process? To be more productive than the traditional marketing things on, that are available online. In other words, if I'm that Panasonic company, how do I work with your system? You know, and I know again, you're not there yet with this with TVs, but but at least give an idea or a conception to our to our listeners about about the other side of this.
0: Uh, uh, sure. So. Uh, there are a number of sellers selling. For example, a lot of department stores are selling and other places, online places, who are selling it. Um, I'm not sure about Panasonic, but I know Sony, for example, directly sell their TV too. Um, so, the, I, so their advantage is that they, they don't have to spend money in advertising. Right now, a good chunk of the component, the cost component, could comp- a decent percentage of a product price is actually the amount of money a person has to spend, the company or the dealer has to spend on advertising. And what we effectively our system does, it disintermediate to a large degree, not the branding piece of it, but the other elements of it. And it cuts that cost out of the play. So that savings in price, what was basically put into, for example, a large amount of advertising, goes away and the savings are shared between the seller and the buyer. So, in this particular case, the buyer as a consumer will get a better price when sellers are competing. However, it is not necessarily that seller will lose into it. In fact, seller will be a winner because they acquired, they had that opportunity to acquire that consumer without having to spend a dime on advertising. So, as long as they are efficient with their operation, they have a much better shot actually of having, uh, at the end of the day. Um, a win-win situation and a better situation for themselves.
1: Yeah. Okay. So your first foray, the actual offer right now, is called Money Isle, and it seems you know when I've looked at it, really brilliant in its simplicity uh, to have buyers bidding for sellers. Have others tried this model, and, and if they have, why hasn't it taken off in the past? And, and why do you what do you think makes Money Isle really different right now?
0: Uh, I mean, uh, people have this. This is what folks call reverse auction, basically, where uh, unlike eBay, in this case, sellers are competing for buyers' business. And as we all know, uh, in case of eBay, buyers are competing for sellers' business. Net result is when buyers are competing against each other, the prices go up and the seller benefit, which works well for uh, uh, one of a kind item. But if you look at commodity. It's exactly the other way around, where something which is widely available, whether it's a bank CD or a TV, you want sellers to compete for the buyer's business. Um, what separates us is, in our case, so some folks. So this concept of reverse auction has been in existence for years and years. The, the trouble was how to implement it. And if if you use uh, manpower, if if a if a seller has to have manpower sitting there 24 by 7, 365 days a year. And typing in and bidding and in an auction environment in real time, and the cost of infrastructure of doing that and the manpower was way too expensive, way too expensive to be able to implement for anything which is a large-scale consumer-centric product. What our system has done and our key technology components are effectively to be what we call SAGE, the Seller Automated Engines, so that a... A seller does not have to put that money in the infrastructure or the manpower. Uh, It's completely automated. Uh, Basically, a seller configures the engine, uh, and after that, the machine takes over, and the machine computes what the right bid is, given the market condition, given its own business objectives, and puts out bids on a repetitive basis until a winner is found for a consumer. So having taken that expenditure completely out of the place uh, by making it fully automated is what, what enables a seller to participate in it in a meaningful way. So, It's a really fundamentally uh, very enabling technology and now can be applied across the uh, many, many more uh, different things. And if, if
1: if I'm doing this, how long would it usually take for me to get my – my sort of bids back, or, or my answers, uh, you know, from uh, you know fr- from the crunching of, of or the computing that that's that's occurring.
0: Uh, it's, it's a great question. Uh, it's actually very short. It's almost instantaneous. It roughly takes two minutes or less to be able to do it. Uh, bottom line is uh, in, in our first application in CD and high yield savings, in which banks are competing for the consumer's business. Uh, you can use it anytime twenty four by seven on demand as a consumer. go online at uh, moneyal enter the amount for example you want to put in in a let's say one year c d um, enter and the, and the duration which is one year in this case and and your state you are in and that's it once you set and go. The banks get the message, the bank's machines get the message, if you will, and those machines compute mathematically, send their best bid back to Money Isle. Money Isle takes the best bid, it sends it back to all the banks who wants to beat it, and then those banks resubmit their bids, improving on the previous best bid, and this process is, this repetitive process is iterated. Until the last bank is standing, the one with the best rate, and that best rate is provided then to the consumer, and all of it actually takes two minutes or less. So it's a, it's a, it's instantaneous.
1: Oh, it almost sounds as painless as just like googling almost. I mean, I mean, is it that simple? Uh, you know, almost as as simple as is doing a search on Google.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Except that the results are the difference is. In case of Google, you basically uh, get many, many results and the burden is on the consumer to sort all of that out to see where are the best rates. And then there are folks, there are banks or sellers who are not even advertising on it, so that even makes it more difficult. In our case, that buyer's burden effectively has been lifted. They They all compete with each other to get for the benefit of the buyer.
1: Wow, that is so cool! I encourage all of our listeners to go to moneyisle.com soon to check this out uh, real time uh, to to see how this is because uh, it sounds almost revolutionary. Um, Mukesh and audience, we're going to take just a short commercial break right now. Please stand by, and we'll be right back with Mukesh chatter and more of this conversation on e-commerce and sort of the reverse of eBay. Uh, in uh, what seems to be a a stunning new move on the web. We'll be back shortly.
0: Market Edge will continue in just a moment. Um, Hello. Uh, Welcome to our website. Website Uh, traffic isn't about paying for clicks.
1: Okay, so I I guess we're going to wait until everyone shows up and then we'll... uh, um,
0: It's about having the right content. So while you're searching for more traffic, the folks at InfoSearch Media are creating the content people are searching for. With InfoSearch Media, you can get more traffic for less money than PPC. So the next time you need to speak to your customers... Welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. InfoSearch Media. Get content that really clicks.
1: Susan, you're still responsible for digital marketing programs, right? Right. So your team is responsible for email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign optimization, and
0: scheduling? Uh, Your point? Why are you so relaxed? My team deals with five different solutions, tech support teams, and just as many invoices, and it's making us mental. What is it? Aromatherapy?
1: Acupuncture? Why are you so relaxed? You just have to simplify your tool set and unify your team. Lyris provides totally integrated email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign management, and calendaring functionality. It's all in one spot that provides a holistic view of all your team's efforts. And you get all of this functionality for $299 a month. So with Lyris, one company can do it all. I feel like I can cancel that acupuncture appointment already.
0: To see how Lyris can simplify your life, Visit Lyrus.com or call 1-888-GO-Lyrus. Simplify, unify, and increase ROI with Lyris today. We got it. Put it up there, elves.
1: Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free
0: currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. Stand by for the hook. Hi, this is Katie Kempner. Please join me Tuesdays at the intersection of advertising and PR while I talk with my friends, industry leaders in advertising and marketing, about the state of the industry today.
1: Live broadcast Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the
0: advertising channel only on webmasterradio.fm
1: get clicked covered and reined all week long on webmasterradio.fm your destination
0: for education and entertainment
1: webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere from the pinnacle of the marketing landscape we now return to market edge once again here's your host larry weber Welcome back to Market Edge. This is your host, Larry Weber, and I'm here today with Mukesh Chatter, founder and CEO of Neosage, a uh, hot new e-commerce company that has a uh, an auction and online marketplace system that uh, is really starting to create quite a splash. Um, Mukesh, you know, a lot of people have made comparisons when I did a little research of Money Isle uh, to... Some of the more um, war, more well known and that have been around a while, um sites like Banklender dot com and lendingtree dot com. Could you at least help our uh you know our listeners uh with what sets Money Isle apart from those more well known uh, financial sites?
0: Uh sure. So let's take bankrate.com dot com as a first example. Uh, they're rate aggregators where they collect data from very many sources, put it all under one roof, and uh, there is an advertising component to it where uh, those banks who are advertising the first five, 10, or 15 banks are put up there uh, regardless of the rate, uh, what, they, what they are offering. So it's a rate aggregator, and, there is, uh, and the pre- and presentation of the information is subject to uh, who's putting up, who's paying for the advertisement, um, uh, but there is no active act of competition. Those banks are not competing with each other to get the consumer instantaneously a better rate. I mean, the fundamental question is: when sellers compete on, you know, in a in a, a live environment against each other, uh, the benefit is going to the buyer. And I think I don't think any one of us can dispute that in a free market. That's that's a fact of life. That's that's like a truth being self-evident there, and that's really what we are bringing to the table. Unlike a rate aggregator, Um, to that extent we are actually complementary. In case of lending tree, so lending tree. In case of lending tree, the brokers, the mortgage brokers or the banks, are picked by lending tree. For the consumer, it's not an active act of competition. The company decides what's good for the consumer, unlike in case of uh, uh, Money Isle, where all these banks, 100 banks, or 100 plus banks, they compete with each other in real time, and the consumer in completely transparent way, no influence of any advertiser, and in fact, if there's a tie, it's broken by random number generation, and we only collect the fee after the uh, the buyer, for example, a bank has succeeded and collected the deposit. Uh, in our current application, in case of lending, tree, it's not clear at all what criteria do they use to pick a mortgage broker, for example, or a bank. Uh, when they pick that entity, does it help their cause? Does it have something to do with the conversion uh, possibility? For example, a high, uh, potentially high-pressure broker could be. Uh, one of the ones picked up, not necessarily the lowest rate, and that's, that's really the difference of so the twofold differences. One is there is no active competition among sellers to win the buyer's business, which is something which is unique to us, number one. Number two, we only get paid after the sellers have succeeded. So sellers don't pay us. They pay us a small percentage, but they pay us only after they succeed. So if they don't succeed, we don't get paid, and we are completely free of any advertiser influence. And that's not the case in the other cases.
1: So it's really performance-based, which really makes it a, a far more high-quality experience. Don't you agree?
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and it also does, uh, and that's part of the reason why we are attracting number of uh, banks, too, to our network, uh, because they are not, because they don't have to pay for this uh, cost-per-click model. For example, today if a bank advertises online, whether it's at Google or Yahoo or Bankrate, they have to pay every time somebody clicks on that link. And that cost is pretty high for high yield savings for example on Google it could be around thirteen dollars it could be around seven or eight dollars for example at bank rate a conversion uh, rates tend to run around half to two percent so at the end of the day a bank may end up paying for a consumer anywhere between three four hundred dollars to seven or eight hundred dollars to acquire a customer so let's take a case in point somebody who needs to deposit ten thousand dollars for one year and let's say the rate was Four percent. The money paid to the consumer will be $400, but the money paid to advertise at these rate aggregators or search engines could be anywhere between four, three, four hundred dollars to $700, which could even exceed the interest paid by the bank to the consumer. And that's where the rub is that these costs have gone so high, the online advertising, for example. They've gone to a point, and they're completely non-success-based, that they have become such a dominant piece of the puzzle, which is realistically a non-productive piece of the puzzle. So, again, I mean, that money through our system and working through Money Isle, that money does not go to any of the online advertisers. A very really small percentage comes to us, and rest is basically shared between the buyer and the seller. And that's, that, I think, is a key difference. So from a seller perspective, our business model... Is almost the reverse of Google, uh, where uh, we get paid only after success versus in a traditional search engine business. Our search engine business model is that people, they get paid per click basis regardless of success. So, And you know the click fraud is running around what, 15 16% or something like that. Right. So if you got a 1% conversion rate, for every click you get which converts, there are 16 clicks actually which potentially could be fraudulent and it's all that money going out of the pocket of the seller. So that's why the traction we are seeing from the seller perspective is very good because they're not spending a diamond online advertising. It's a success base. It's no skin off their back, and they're not spending any money on uh, manual intervention or infrastructure or folks sitting there bidding or anything like it. So it's a very, very low-cost operation, giving them a chance to access a consumer on a nationwide basis.
1: It sounds like a a, a truly, you know, a breakthrough model. You know, you hear all these stories about the continuing move to more companies, you know, buying online advertising, uh, and it almost is sounding traditional in a sort of oxymoron kind of way. Before I ask you a few more questions about Money Isle specifically, what are some of, I mean, you must be thinking about some other categories that this could work in other than you know, financial services. I mean, there you know, what comes to mind when Mukesh Chatter thinks about the possibilities of, of other categories that this model could work in?
0: I mean, um, credit card is next, for example, in the category, uh, which could help a lot of people. Uh, there are other lending products, for example, mortgages where this could work, home equity lines. So the bottom line is let sellers compete for the buyer's business and share the advantage of not having to spend the money on advertising. Original concept started out with uh, retail. So it certainly could uh, easily work in retail, whether it's a TV or it's buying lumber or, uh, uh, you know, I mean, uh, from just about this whole range of applications, uh, buying appliances, for example, there are easily... 50 appliance uh, sellers, for example, washers or dryers or cooking ranges in the area we live in, Boston area, within 50-mile range. Why couldn't we have those compete for a consumer business?
1: Right. For example.
0: So the, the applications are very widespread, and I really I mean, believe it turns the business model on its head and uh, you know, it's changes it for what we have been doing for hundreds or thousands of years and bring it upside down.
1: Hey, back to money, you know, you've only really just launched, but how many banks have you had join already, and and how many do you see a week sort of jumping on this uh, bandwagon?
0: Um, So we have around 110 banks in our uh, uh, network, out of which I think there are 75 already in the production network, uh, somewhere there, and there are additional ones who are basically either in the contract stage or are uh, testing us out and, and trials.
1: So, is there sort of a trial phase? Is that what you you know is the, the selling proposition? Is to, to try it out? Because I'd imagine, you know, once they saw this, they would be jumping on it right away.
0: Oh it also uh, sure, and also helps the banks actually to get used to the configurations and also part of the training process. and uh, we are certainly getting good traction and getting a number of inbound calls now from banks wanting to participate.
1: Now, um, I was told that uh, in in just the first week of Money Isle that um, there was more than a million CDs and savings accounts sold, and, you know, that's impressive. What what do you think and what do the people at Neosage think is the size of the market
0: uh, for Money Isle? It was a million-dollar worth of uh, CDs in the very first uh, week. Um, So the addressable market is very high. Uh, The total amount of uh, CDs and savings account deposits in the country run into trillion-plus based on FDIC data. So there's a huge, huge market for it. There's a very strong appetite for it. Um, So so I I think we're definitely in a a good market. And in this deposit-crunch environment, what's happening today it's uh, it's even better proposition.
1: Wow, it, it just is fascinating, and I'm assuming that all the technology is proprietary that you and the engineers have have developed, um, you know, at uh, Four Money Isle. Is that correct?
0: Uh, that is true. Uh, and Professor Rob uh, Fryand and Professor Ryan at MIT uh, have been helping us out quite a bit. Both are on our in our advisory board and have been active help to us.
1: That's terrific. Well, congratulations on this. In the few minutes we have left, I, I, I always like to ask this to my guest, Mukesh, is there some other innovations that you've been seeing on the web that might not be totally aligned with Money Isle or, or what Neosage is trying to accomplish, but that Mukesh Chatter has found intriguing uh, and interesting, uh, whether it be from marketing perspective, platform perspective, uh, just Sort of innovation that that you could share with our listeners that uh, someone of your uh, stature and observations uh, think is pretty cool.
0: <laughs> well, um, so I, uh, you know, I'm in my uh, mid 40s and um, not quite candidly being an active blogger of any sort. Uh, but recently, I became a blogger, and I got to tell you, I'm I'm just enjoying this experience, this whole idea of uh, And for some of the listeners, it may not be uh, news i mean for uh, but uh, it 's one thing to read and it 's quite another actually to write in a blog and uh, and the democratization of the thought process and be able to respond to a tom friedman 's article in New York Times, for example, or what Gretchen wrote in New York Times or in Boston Globe and so forth, and be able to put your own point of view out there. And the idea that others are listening and reading it in that context, and uh, um, there's a whole process of uh, where there are a lot more journalists, if you will, and each one of us has become a citizen journalist, if you will. And that, that and ability to influence at a larger scale instead of being just on the listening side, whether we are in a TV or radio or newspaper, I think is phenomenal. And I think we are just seeing the beginning of things. Uh, and this thing is just going to pick up a lot more.
1: Well, you know, I couldn't agree with you more as I sort of put that in my last book. But so the, the blogging bug has bitten Mukesh Chatter. Can we say that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying it. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun, actually. And and it and my kids think it's very cool too, which is unusual. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's great. Hey, you know one one uh, last question. The um, you know the a lot of people are talking about the mobile marketplace and the and the mobile you know web as more and more people have devices that are e- easily navigable of, uh, of of the internet. Could money aisle be adapted to sort of that emerging mobile market space so that it's, uh, you know, wherever you are, you can really uh, adapt, or is that something a little further off?
0: Oh, it works, actually, with mobile. For example, if you're an iPhone user, you could use it on iPhone today. Uh, As time goes by and more and more cell phones become more, uh, start to use the standard web interface, uh, it actually will be working with uh, the seamless, actually. To work with them, and we will be putting actually towards uh, early part of next year uh, some effort for those cell phones who are not, uh, who cannot use the standard web interface. For example, I mean that's that's I mean that that's actually pretty cool if you think about it. You if you if you happen to visit a branch, you're standing outside the bank, and you basically run money aisle and show it to the manager at the bank. This is the rate I can get on the spot, and you can apply the same technology in a in a supermarket? Can you imagine, or going to a Best Buy down the road, or any other store, and uh, let let the sellers compete and have the price ready for you.
1: God, even think of buying a car, Mukesh. I mean, geez, <laughs> you could be standing with that, you know, that proverbial uh, auto salesman, and say, "Wait, look, I just got three thousand less on this Prius. It's right across the street." You know.
0: Uh, <laughs> so true. So true. At the same time, that the key is at the same time the dealer also benefits in it because the amount of money they spend on advertising every single you know day and every single day of the week that cuts down quite a bit. So it's a win-win for both. It's not even one way. And I certainly would encourage uh, listeners to uh, come and check us out at uh, moneyal.com. And in this month of July, we are also running a five thousand dollar promotion. So if those, uh, if you just register, all you have to do, and test drive, by the way, if you like, it's at no cost to you at all. So you can register at the end of the month. We'll pick a winner and run an auction, actually, and at the best rate, you get $5,000 savings account.
1: How cool is that? So, listeners, you better get to moneyisle.com, and you better get there today. This is really quite quite revolutionary, especially from a marketing and advertising implication. Mukaz Chatter, the, uh, the man behind Money Isle and Neo Sage, thank you so much for being our guest today.
0: Uh, you're welcome, Larry. Thanks for the opportunity.
1: And thanks, everyone in the audience, as usual, for listening to Market Edge Conversations. Tune in again next Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern in the U.S. at www.webmasterradio.com. For now, this is Larry Weber at Market Edge. Bye-bye.